The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. And welcome to the Witchy Poo, who's got RuPaul in our opening. <laughs> yeah, Ron's favorite girl. Welcome to the show, everybody. We got a great show. Before we get started, let me introduce you to my cool, outrageous co-host. I don't know what happened to Ron, but I got this old lady with that wig. <laughs> Well, we have Prince Poppycock on, so I decided to be King Big. <coughs> uh, anyway, uh, that's who I am, King Big. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I wanted Poppycock to feel at home, so I put on a Poppycock wig. Actually, this is my Halloween wig <laughs> there that, you I, go. that I wear when I do like Jane Russell, you know, old and beaten up. <clears throat> then we also got the man in behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What's up? What's going on, Jimmy Star? What's going on, Ron Russell, and everybody around the world in the chat room? What's going on? Hey, I, I like put goodies. We got to talk. I'm about. not worried. I have to put Rue away. Rue, darling, you don't mind. Goodbye. You guys Let got me quite shout the out to set. Everybody in the chat room. The chat room's got a lot of new people, or at least guests that I don't recognize the names. But what's up, everybody? Happy to have everybody in the chat room. Also in the chat room, we've got our Hollywood vixen. Deirdre Serego. So everybody give a shout out to Deirdre. She's coming on the show next week and uh, she's in the chat room throwing us some support. We're going to have a really, really, really great Shane Layton's in there, Ginger Irish. Everybody, way, way, way. Hello, hello, hello and happy week before Halloween. And I have to give my Shane Layton a kissy because <laughs> me loves that girl. She's my other daughter. You know, I adopted her. I have Leslie and Deirdre and Shane. There you go. Wait, that's not true. I have two more. I have Angelina Jolie, who I made my daughter years ago, and I have another one, Lara Spencer. I forgot about my Lara Spencer daughter. So I have all I have five celebrity daughters. How do you like that, folks? There you go. Leslie, Deirdre, Shane, 
Angie and Lara. There you go. And we hope that anybody who's not watching us on ITV does so. So please click the ITV button at the top of the page. You can see Ron and I in Philadelphia. We're waving at you. Ron's the one with the wig. Um, We've also got RuPaul and our zombie baby and our killer clown and our saw doll and and everything going on. We're going to have a rockin' fun time. We've got a great, great show for you guys. Um, We're going to have Prince Poppycock coming on from America's Got Talent. He's freaking awesome. And uh, and then later on, we're going to have Erica Kane, who's an R&B, like, songstress, super famous, just doing super well with her uh, music career. And we also have a call-in from Bill Hillman from Quigley's Christmas Adventure and lots of cool stuff going on. And Ron's, like, doing, like, the dance now with uh, RuPaul. No, no, no. She's going to dance to two of my favorite songs, Battle and uh, the other one. What's his name? Photogenic. Uh, photogenic. I love that photogenic. You know, it's going off the charts, photogenic. I want you to know, I, I predict it's going to be a number one song on your hit parade. Uh, photogenic is like a dynamite song. It really is. It rolls, it moves, it's sexy. It's the music to make a lover to. There you go. Yeah. And don't you agree? Oh, agree. Don't you agree, Rue? I try to say, don't you agree, Rue? Very difficult. Oh, yes, I certainly agree. Oh, oh, but my panties are still see-through. <laughs> also, get out of here, get out of here, little <laughs> slut. She's such a tramp that you, RuPaul. I don't know what to do with her. We also want to give a shout-out to Ken Pettigrew in the chat room. Ken Pettigrew hosts a Ken Pettigrew show, KenPettigrew.com, Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Pacific. Ken, I commented on you on Facebook, and I agree with everything you say. You are an outrageous man with a mouth that doesn't stop, and you tell it like it is, and you don't care. We need more people like you, voices like yours, to wake America up to the crap that's going on in our country. Amen to you, my darling. There you go. We'll, we'll go with that. So, so before we uh, call our first guest, we got a couple of minutes. Um, Ron and I actually went... Ron and I actually went to the movies last week after we left here, and we went and saw The New Carrie with Julianne Moore and Chloe Grace Moretz. I thought you said you liked it. Listen, the original is an original. When you do a copy, it becomes a copy. They made it, well, they did it like nowadays with all the effects and stuff. The whole movie was effects. Julianne Moore was good, but I think she overacted because she realized she was in a shitty movie and she wanted to make the part better. As for that young little girl, she's fabulous. She's a wonderful actress. Chloe Grace Moretz. Yes, and she's fabulous to look at. I gave it like a don't go bother to see it, wait for it to come on Netflix. Don't spend the 12, 15 bucks. It ain't worth it. But I enjoyed it, but I still do so love the original Absolutely. with Sissy Spacek. I mean, it was, a, it was a beautiful... And what's her name? The mother... What was her name again? That redhead. The beautiful actress who got fat and old. What's her name? I forgot. Piper Laurie. Piper yeah. Laurie. I love Piper Laurie. She was a piece of ass when she was young. Trust me, guys. She was gorgeous. Of course, she's gotten old and a little chubby. But she's a wonderful actress. And the original Carrie... Chad, rent, did you see... Wait, did, wait. Rent it. Rent it. It's a good Chad, movie. Chad, have you ever seen Carrie... Canary? Not Canary, but I did see Carrie. Carrie. Have you seen Carrie? Eating too many vegetables. I saw the original. Yeah, the original was great, you guys. It's something that I I thought it was good just to see Chloe Grace Moretz, but I didn't think it was all that great either. I was disappointed. I thought it was going to be significantly better. But but we went because my lovely Shane and Frank, for a little wedding gift as a teaser, sent us tickets to the movies wasn't that sweet yeah absolutely and we really enjoyed it shane my honey bunch and, and we like made total like good on it because then after we left that movie we walked in and saw captain phillips 
Yeah, he snuck into the other movie. I really don't like him. I can't stand looking at him for some reason. Neither can Jimmy. He's not one of our favorite movie stars. But he does the same thing all the time. He's always suffering. He's always in pain. He's always crying. And he's always like a downer. I'd love to see him one day play a superhero, but I don't think that's in his realm of acting. But the film was excellent. I must tell you, the story was really intriguing, fast-moving, suspenseful, a little corny at the end, you know, a little Superman-ish, but it was okay. I would say... Don't go see that one either. Wait for that to come on Netflix. But do see it. It was an interesting film. He was very good at it, Tom Hanks. I must tell you, he's a superb actor. But Tom, do me a favor. Change gears. You know, you're doing the same thing over and over again, and it's getting boring. <laughs> Actually, too, what I would recommend, since because in the last two weeks we saw Carrie, Captain Phillips, and Gravity. Gravity is the best one of the three. Go see that one with uh, George Clooney oh. and Sandra Bullock. That one was much better. Oh. And if oh. you get seasickness or stomach sickness, oh. you might want to like uh, take Dramamine before Captain Phillips or Gravity because both of them have like shaky cameras and like mm -hmm. lots of stuff going on that makes you sick. And, of course, my George Clooney's in it. Now, I've been in love with George Clooney since he was a young man because I loved him young. Now that he's getting old with a beard and wrinkled and you know, old-looking, Jimmy loves him because Jimmy likes old men. Why he's with me, I have no idea. But he likes older men. So go. now, George, beware. I'm not chasing you anymore, but Jimmy will start. No, I won't. I don't, I've already <laughs> chased and caught the one I want. Let me tell you, George Clooney, George Clooney is a very nice man. I met him for two seconds, and I, of course, couldn't speak. I went, and he looked at me, and he said, oh, poor guy. You know, I've got to be nice to this guy. He's got some kind of brain damage. <laughs> because I, I'm like, my eyes were rolling in my head. I felt faint. Meanwhile, he's a midget. You know, I'm six foot. George has got to be like 5'10". He's a very small little man. And I was disappointed. I had hoped he would be big like Rock Hudson, hunky, you know, and sexy. But he's still a beautiful guy. He was very, very sweet. He smiles and he's very nice to everybody. So I think George Clooney has personality that makes him sexier than his gorgeous, sexy face. There you go. George, if you're hearing, my phone number is... You're married. <laughs> well, I'll, tell you, I'll give it to you later. <laughs> Off the air, babe. You are married and done. That doesn't mean I can't cheat. Oh, That's my. not nice. Well, I know it's not nice, but when it comes to you made a bargain with me before we got That's married. True. You said if I if George Clooney wants to go to bed with me, I have permission. That's the only wow. one you get. That's Not right. Slip on so that one, I'm right. off to Italy now to go to his house to see him. <laughs> I'm Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> now Tony Tony Hopkins is a very dear friend of my friend Perry Winkler and Nicole Berg. Uh, Nicole, oh God forgive me. Nicole, oh my God, Bordenick, and. Uh, Sir Anthony is a fabulous guy. I've met him several times, and he's a dear friend of, of my friend's family. And he is a sweet man, another little midget, very little guy, but sweet. They're all very nice. You know, actors, the big ones are nice. It's the little newcomers that are bitchy, it's like funny some that, of those tramps in Hollywood. So people nobodies. in the chat room are like, everybody, everybody, I think everybody who's married it's like, has like the one person that they would let their, their spouse like have sex with. Chad, who would you have sex with if your girlfriend let you do it? Who's that chick from Underground? From who? From what? Underground, Underworld, whatever. Oh, Underworld. Oh, Kate Beckinsale. Yes, sir. Who's, do I know her, Jimmy? Yeah. Which Kate, one is that? Under, underworld? Those vampire movies? Kate Beckinsale? I don't know. I don't watch that stupid oh, shit. She's awesome. <clears throat> no, yeah, I, she's hot, Chad. She's a good pick. I, th I think she's a good pick. Thank you very much. Actually, Ken Pettigrew says that everybody's supposed to want him. <laughs> I'm going to pass. Well, you I'm know, pass. Ken, Ken, Ken. The board went on fire, you know, with that thing, because everybody did say Ken, 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 and the damn board went on fire. Excuse me. So we weren't able to um, mention it. A lot of people want Ryan Gosling. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants me mm -hmm. or Jimmy. Huh? Okay. I want you. Yeah, but that's it. You're the only one. 
That's all. That's all. This should I'm be good surprised Jimmy wants me because I'm so much younger than he is, and I know how he loves all these old bags. I don't like well, old bags anyway. So we'll, well, maybe we'll continue that conversation later. But right now, no, I want to jump to last night. No, no, we don't have time for that. We have to call our guest. It's three, oh, we're, I want to talk about past. We're going to talk about that later. We have, oh, we have I love plenty of Chip. time. That's my new best friend. Is Chip Coffee? We love him. We'll talk about him later. Yeah, we're going to talk about him later because okay. now we're going to call our first guest. Oh, good. That's Poppycock. Prince Poppycock. Oh, Poppycock. Oh, David Harvey likes Emma Watson. She's a good one. I hope Poppycock is doing is skyping in. Mm-mm. Oh, Poppycock. <laughs> Poppy's the cock. Cocky pop. Cocky, cocky, that's good. Okay, 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 we got it. Cocky. Like doggy cocky? I wonder if he's answering. Not Hello? after you heard. Hello, Hello, there he is. Hello, is this Prince Poppycock? Well, yes, it is. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Before we get started, I have to introduce you to everybody, starting off with our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, Poppycock, how are you? In honor of you being on the show today, I have a big, big, humongous white wig on, and I call myself King Big Cocky. (laughs) (laughs) So that's who I am, in honor of you. Listen, baby, uh, you said thank you for having me. I never had you, did I? (laughs) If I did, remind me. <laughs> Mustn't have no, been I don't believe so. I don't believe so. But not with your new frippery. You just might have to. Well, Ooh. What, did, what did he say? He said you might with your new with his, with your new something. You just might have to. Oh, frippery. 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 Yes. Listen. First of all, I want to tell you, I think you are stunningly magnificent looking. I love your getup. I love your wig, your makeup. I think you're unique, new, fresh, and fabulous. And your family. Well, you, you are know, too so. kind. No, I'm not kind. I'm honest. If I thought you were stinky, I would tell you a pile of shit. Get off the air. Actually, we wouldn't have brought you on. I don't blow. I don't blow smoke up anybody's ass. They'll tell you that. On oh my god, they're going to kick us off iHeartRadio. They keep warning me to keep it clean. They're, they're fucking minds. Anyway, we have to continue oh, our introduction. Starting off with we got Prince Poppycock. Then we have the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Prince Poppycock, mm, welcome Poppy to the show. Crazy. <laughs> love the name. I love the name. Oh, thank you very much. How'd you get the name Poppycock? Wait, wait, wait. You're going too fast. No, I want to ask. I, I know, but well, we're not done. It's not speed what, dating. Cock popped out. You thought that's a nice name? <laughs> no, 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 no. We're going to go back. We're going to go back. Prince Poppycock. Then we have a chat room full of people. Lots of fans. Uh, one of the people is a friend of yours, Shane Lane. Give a shout out to everybody in the chat room. Oh, hey, everybody. I, I can't wait to, to have a little chat with you and answer some questions. There you go. It's going to be fun. We're very excited to have you on the show. And Ron seems to be so fascinated with your name that I'm just going to let him take it over. No, I did it already. I no, said, did, did, well, did somebody's cock pop out? And you said, oh, gee, that's Easy. a unique name, Poppycock. <laughs> I mean, or the, or the wonderful thing you buy in the store in the bag called Poppycock that I love. Right, exactly. Popcorn and nuts and honey. So you're nuts, exactly. popcorn, and honey. Which are you, nuts, popcorn, or honey? Or all three? You're probably well, a honey nut popcorn. Well, I, I would be chocolate-covered if I had a choice. But uh, it, it mostly comes from, you know, my my own uh, kind of grapple with uh, the meaning of life, I suppose. There was uh, There's a couple of philosophers in the mid-century in France uh, existentialists, they call them, who concluded that 
life was essentially absurd. And so then what do you do with that? It's not, it's not a very helpful answer to be told that life is absurd when we have to ascribe so much meaning to it. And uh, the, the word poppycock just kind of stuck, uh, that kind of concept, this kind of concept that uh, we need to take control of absurdity uh, and revel in it rather than be upset by it. You know, and the funny thing is, is that most people think that poppycock is a British word because the British use it a lot for meaning nonsense, but it's exactly. actually derived. Nonsense. It's all poppycock. Well, but it's actually derived from a Dutch word that's more, uh, it's closer to, to bullshit. It actually means uh, soft oh. poop. Oh, so Jimmy's the shit and you're bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're poppycock the bullshit and he's Jimmy the shit. I think it's disgusting. If anybody had said I was Ron Russell the shit, I'd beat the shit out of him. I have a video called Jimmy Stars the Shit and oh. it's different celebrities I've dressed oh. in my clothing and like he hates that video even though it's oh. had like 100,000 views. He oh, hates it's it. It's like a million movie stars, famous people turning around yelling, Jimmy's the shit, Jimmy's the shit, no, Jimmy's the, the shit. shit. Jimmy the Star shit. is the shit. There you go. Good thing they didn't interview me. I was I, Jimmy as a pilot. I shit. love the name Prince Poppycock because I love all three. Mm-hmm. Prince Poppy and Cock. <laughs> oh, he's such a fairy. What a fairy he is. My, hus- my husband's a big fairy. Did you hear what he said? He loves poppy and cock. That's disgusting. So everybody, too, in case anybody doesn't know, you, uh, if you, or if you want to see what Prince Poppycock looks like and you've never seen him before, which I, I, I mean, you have to be living in a hole in the wall, but go to PrincePoppycock.com. Mm-hmm. Prince Poppycock was one of the finalists on America's Got Talent a couple of years ago, and he took the, like, the world by storm. Yay! And I, I want to hear a little bit about that. So Prince Poppycock, you get on that stage in front of all those famous people, Sharon Osbourne sees you and practically faints. She calls you like the male Lady Gaga. I mean, tell us a little bit about it. Totally the Lady uh, Gaga. Totally. (laughs) Well, uh, this is back in 2010, and I have to tell you that it was kind of as big of a surprise to me as it was to the rest of the country. Um, I had never never intended uh, to audition for America's Got Talent in the first place. They actually ended up contacting me through one of their casting agents. A little-known fact about these shows is that oh, they're that's in cool fact to know. cast. That doesn't mean that I didn't have to. Once I was there, didn't have to compete. I still, you know, was part of the competition. But I got a I got a call from them, and I hated shows like that. Honestly, I you know I considered myself too much of an artist for something like that. <laughs> Uh, Said like Betty Davis, too much of an artist. Oh yeah, but but a starving artist at that. So uh, when I got the call offering, uh, you know, a round trip ticket to New York City because I didn't audition in my hometown, I auditioned in New York. What's your hometown? Well, my hometown now is Los Angeles. I'm from Washington. Where were you you born? Well, I, I was born in a little town outside of D.C. called Great Falls, Virginia. Okay. So I was, but I was born in the District of Columbia. So okay, yeah, and um, you know, and the rest is history. I, I just figured that I can stand up for myself. I know that a lot of times those shows are looking to make fun of people, especially at the the first stages. So I didn't know quite which column I was going to fall under, but I figured I'd be able to stand up for myself. And uh, you know, what the hell. Um, and the rest is history, I suppose. Now, wait, do you know who Chip Coffee is? 
the fabulous psychic who had the television show, The Psychic. We were with him last night, and he made a prediction. I was mentioning that you're on our show. He said, oh, Ron, I see that you're going to make a movie with him in the future. So we're going to be in a film together in the future, according to Chip Coffey. Let's see if that happens. Let's see if it happens. Absolutely. Absolutely. That would be terrific. I'm dying to meet you. I think you and I are going to have a camp of a time. We're going to dish each other and have have a blast. Because I'm going to walk around in this white wig. Frig you. I'm going to say I'm Prince Coff, uh, Prince uh, Copy. What is it? Cocky Poppycock. Just a little older. <laughs> and a little aged and a little worn and a little wrinkled and a little frazzled and a little chipping off and falling apart. I think it's freaking like awesome. So like and you know we have a lot of American Idol and voice contestants that have been on the show that have either like won or been runner up or something like that and and it's always funny to me all the little things that you like learn cuz everybody's got some little tidbit about reality television that they you know, oh, that they yeah. actually, like, give you, you know, that you think that would never actually happen. So I think that's fun to hear that, and it's all super cool. And and I also think it's cool because, like, you're actually, you're like a trained singer. Like, like it wasn't like you just woke up one day and put on the makeup and went out there. Like, you're actually right. been performing since a very young age. And so I think you, it was so fantastic what you did when you went out there and, like, no, and took everybody totally, like, you know, sideswiped. And it was so fantastic. I mean, because that was my favorite season of America's Got Talent. I don't even watch it now. No, I didn't see it. Was he dressed like Poppycock? Yes. I think that's an outrageous outfit. It's so beautiful. It reminds me of the He's man. got about 50 zillion of them. No, but the, but the whole look is so like dreams. It's like you're in a dream and you're at Marie Antoinette's ball. And it's a dream sequence. And you sort of float down from a staircase without touching the steps. And there you appear in this absolutely gorgeously done costume with the makeup and the wig i love it i think it's chic elegant and stunning i can't get enough of it i'm sorry i didn't think of it first you bitch <laughs> <laughs> so i asked i would have been I'll, famous I'll, I'll have to give you a makeover someday okay well, when, when we make that movie together we'll do it in makeup well, well prince Poppycock, I, I also heard that you for a while you were the honorary mayor of west hollywood Wow. I was. Yeah, that was very exciting. That was very exciting. I was crowned honorary mayor of West Hollywood, Halloween, 2010, I, and it was in front of almost half a million people. Wow. And you got a key to the city. Yes. I, do you get to keep I, those I keys to the key. city, or do you yes, have to give them yes, back? Yes. <laughs> no, I have, it, I have it on a, you know, a little chain I wear. Sure. I'm, not a big, I'm not a big West Hollywood person i don't go out in west hollywood very often but when well, i do called, i tend to wear boys the town. West hollywood. For, for people out there right. it's called it's, boys town yeah it's our it's, it's our boys town. town here in los angeles it's a gay it's section of hollywood but it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's its own city though here it's its own hmm? it's its own annexed city like beverly hills yes and to be mayor of all those queens is a big deal <laughs> <laughs> trust me those bitches would kill you for your wig i have news for you be careful those drag queens they're evil <laughs> Oh, just oh, 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 yeah. RuPaul got Quite annoyed. Scared. See, now you're not looking. RuPaul just stood up. She got mad. I'm sorry, Ru. I didn't mean to. Did you see? I wish He's you were not, looking. He can't see you. He I can't. wish you were Skyping in on us. We look weird. We're having fun. He actually, we actually have a RuPaul. Mm-hmm. I have a one-of-a-kind RuPaul doll that was made for me like Gorgeous. 20 years ago. And, uh, I and, love and it's a really cool, like a twenty, about a thirty-inch stuffed doll of RuPaul, and when you pull her pants down, she's got a little penis. No, she she has see-through panties, lace panties, and you see a penis and testicles. Which I keep telling her, Ru, change your panties. First of all, they're dirty; they smell, and you need to put panties you can't see through. But she ignores me. You know those drag queens; they never oh, want to hear anything. My goodness. Yes. Oh, I love the way you said that. My goodness. Ooh. So tell me more, Mayor of Hollywood. 
Actually, I have one more thing I want to ask him about because he actually got to like he he was like a Christmas window display in Bergdorf Goodman. Wow! Oh, that was a that was a huge honor. Yes. Oh I, God! I, the, I, it was for the whole they they released the 50th anniversary, I believe, or 75. I forget what it was, but uh, a beautiful beautiful book of all the window wow. displays, you know, and well, Bergdorf's is the the end all be all. Fashion, I, I, yeah, I, I was in that window, you know. I was in the Bergdorf oh, window. Oh, yes, they caught me stealing a gown off of the mannequin for drag, <laughs> and they arrested me right in the window. And it so happens is that paparazzi were there, and they photographed it. <laughs> now, of course, you know that's all true. I don't want that rumor to go out because people are going to say, Ron Russell was caught in Bergdorf's window stealing a drag dress. I think that's hilarious. Jimmy Starr designs all of my clothing. I just think everything about you is like fabulous. So how is it being Prince Poppycock nowadays? Do you, are you enjoying it? Oh, uh, well, I, I don't know anything different, so I suppose it would be hard not to. Um, it, it's been fabulous. I just got off the road with uh, Dita Von Teese doing a little bit of boylesque, Good. which has been very exciting. Uh, we just we just finished a little East Coast tour. Um I'm getting ready to do my friend Nadia Ginsberg, a very talented comedian here in, in Los Angeles. We've been friends for a long time. I'm doing her show at Casita del Campo in Silver Lake tonight. It's a very glamorous theater in the basement of a Mexican restaurant. But mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I know Silver Lake from years ago. If you went to Silver Lake years ago, they killed you, stabbed you, robbed you, beat you up. It was a really rough town. Now it's chic as anything. Okay, oh, yeah. so... Now it's- now it's where all the ago, creatives live. Oh, years ago, it was like that movie that George Clooney was in with the vampires. It was that kind of a thing. It was <laughs> ugly, broken, horrible. The people were mean and cruel. Oh, I love that movie. From <laughs> dusk till dawn. I mean, those Mexican guys hated Caucasian people. They were so mean to them. They used to beat the queens up. And the queens, of course, love the Mexican guys because of their you know, non-surgical penises. I don't want to say uncut. Okay, so nice. So but anyway, listen. Wait, wait, no. What is a surgical penis? What do you mean by the fact? Uh, uncircumcised. I mean surgically oh, oh, cut. Oh, oh, oh. Surgically cut. I mean, like you know, Jewish people do. <laughs> but anyway, listen to me. You're very good looking with the clown makeup on. What do you look like without that makeup? Are you cute. Um. Have you, well. Yeah, he is. No, don't be modest. I, I despise modesty because I'm gorgeous and I tell everybody. And if they don't like it, tough shit. Actually, everybody in the chat room is saying that you're gorgeous. There's like there's like 40 people in the chat room and they're all telling you that you're gorgeous. So do you have a boyfriend or you're single? No, I am single. I'm very single. Why? You're just tramping around town, right? Why are you single? Jimmy and I got married last week. I love being married. I gained five pounds you know- and I woke up with six new wrinkles. <laughs> I'm being married. It's wonderful. I just love balling the same jerk every night after night after night. It's just exciting. That's now not he's nice. Gonna be, I'm going to be like We do this all the him. time. No, we fight on the air because our listeners and our fans love when Jimmy and I knock us each other around. Give me a kiss, honey. <laughs> I love him so much. He's the best. You got to go out and get somebody like Jimmy. Not my Jimmy, bitch. But you have to go out and get somebody nice like Jimmy. Absolutely. Actually, too, somebody in the chat room is asking. You can think about the question of why you don't have a boyfriend. Maybe we're gonna we're gonna hook, find somebody for you eventually. Anyway, he just hasn't but met they, the right one. When he does, and this was told to me years ago, because I dated a lot. That's kind of like trampy. And I dated a lot. And they said to me, "Oh, one day he's gonna walk in the room and you're gonna drop dead." Not true. I was in the mall. He tried to pick me up. I told him to get lost. So it wasn't like love at first sight. <laughs> so if you're waiting for the bells to go off and, and love at first sight. Grow up. It's never going to happen. 
You got to cultivate these men. Find out how much they're worth first before you get involved. Actually, there's a, a, a everybody in the chat room. There's a lot of new people, I think, in the chat room who are fans uh, who came specifically for you. There's a lady named Ann Stolberg, and she says, "Hi, Prince Poppycock. You're gorgeous with or without makeup." I want to see a picture of him without. Maybe I'll fall in love with him. No, you can't see one then. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like. The way also, he though, somebody in the chat room is asking a question about. Oh, they're all making comments about how fabulous your costumes are and how fabulous. great looking you are. It's true. And somebody asked a question to ask you about the Trevor Project, which I don't even know what that is. So, like, how about is that something we good to talk about? Um, well, the Trevor Project, I've only been uh, slightly involved in. I did, I did make a. Uh, a well, first, tell us what video. it is. First, tell uh, us the Trevor what Project. The Trevor Project is a hotline based here in Los Angeles for. Uh, uh, suicidal and at-risk uh, GLBT youth. Oh, wonderful. Uh, Fabulous. I love it. And uh, they partnered with the It Gets Better project as well, which was uh, Dan Savage's you know, project from a couple years back. And I participated in the Trevor Project prom a couple of years back at the uh, the Hollywood Castle, which was quite, it was quite a lovely event. Um, I love the castle. And- I, go there. I used to go there a lot. So that's that's been my involvement so far. Uh, I know that they've been doing a It Gets Better tour lately that uh, I know a few people that have been on, and that's been uh, quite a success, and I would love to perhaps participate in that in the future if they continue. Okay. Okay, so then I'm going to move it forward because now, because we're going to want to play one Wait, of your... I want to ask one more question okay, before that. Ahead. You don't sound like a fairy. You sound very butch. <laughs> I mean, you don't sound fairy-like at all, like some people say I do, which I think is ridiculous. How could you have a Brooklyn accent and sound like a fairy? Not possible. But um, So you're very masculine, right? What do you look like in person? You got body? You got a big body? You lift weights? Do you have a six-pack? Are you cut? Oh, my God. Do you think you could put any naked pictures up for us? Today? <laughs> Okay, we're gonna take this out out of the out of the gutter now. Out of the toilet. And they want to know. Actually, actually, people want to know if you've ever studied music abroad, um, like Paris or maybe even Prague. No, I haven't. I haven't uh, studied abroad. Unfortunately, I have. I have gotten the chance to perform in Italy, though, which was quite quite an honor to be singing Italian arias in front of Italians. Um, but I'm I've only Italian. done. All, all of my all of my studying has been uh, domestic. Okay. Although I would love I would love the chance to study abroad. To tell the truth, that would be a dream come true. Was... Are you a baritone, a tenor? I'm a tenor. Uh, I do I do sing a couple of baritone pieces uh, as well. Mm-hmm. So so let let's go let's move forward from that because did you, I know. Did you ever do do Torindo? Did you ever do Torindo? Yeah. Poppy? Oh, oh, turned up. Yes, yes, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm actually singing Nessun and Dorma tonight. That, oh, my God. That's my favorite opera. Before it became famous, before What's-His-Face did it, the guy with the fat guy with the beard. What was his <laughs> name? What was his name? Pavarotti. 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 How could I forget? <laughs> that's okay. We're used to it. Are we going to hear you sing opera? No, no, we're not going to hear him sing I wanna opera. I want to hear him sing opera. Not, listen. Let's just go. Just Shut go up. easy with me. So he has a, he has a documentary that he does, did a song for, and the song is called Rise Up and Shout, and it's a documentary that's actually pr- recently premiered on the Sundance channel. And it's about emerging young gay artists in Los Angeles. Tell us a little bit about it, and then we're going to play the song. And then sing me a little yeah, bit of that aria. A... <laughs> I'm serious. I'd like to hear a couple of, you know, No Sooner Dorme. Well, <laughs> no Sooner uh, Dorme. Uh, 
Go back to Rise Up and uh, Shout. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to talk about Rise Up and Shout for a second. Uh, it, it's, been a, it's a wonderful organization that I've been part of since, I believe, 2007. And we've now okay. had uh, five events uh, since then, almost yearly. Uh, and it's basically it's trying to create, um, you know, cross cross generational uh, support structures for um, young gay artists here in the Los Angeles area, and uh, it's really been uh, a fantastic experience for me to be part of. And uh, uh, you are just so full of wonderful stuff. I love you already. I really, I want to meet you when we come to LA. You know, we're getting married. We'd maybe like you to come to our wedding as yourself, not as public. <laughs> You know, we're having a big deal wedding. You know, Chip uh, Coffee's marrying us. Lainey Kazan is singing for me. It's going to be a big... You know who Lainey Kazan is, of course. Please say yes. Yeah, Just yeah. say yes whether you know her or not. He, Poppy knows who she is. <laughs> I love that Poppy. I feel Spanish now. Poppy, <laughs> Poppy, what are you going wait, to wait, tell Wait, wait, come me, back. Poppy? So, okay, so we got Rise Up and Shout. You did the actual song. Um, did you write the song yeah, or I, you just you wrote it and sang it? No, I, I wrote... Sang and produced and played all the instruments as well. Oh, wow, so this is like this me. is all about you. You play okay. instruments too. You're like a well, quadruple like, threat. <laughs> I I can play the piano and uh, what I, I I like to say that I can play the computer these days. Okay, I like, okay, uh, one of those I, guys. I, I, yeah, like uh, I, I like my technology. Do you ever do drag? Drag. I did drag a couple times as a as a teenager. Actually, I did I did drag once at my uh, my arts camp, and uh, was actually asked not to do it again because I guess I was passing and a uh, a straight they were counselor. Getting hot, horny. They were and, yeah, a, a straight horny, a straight counselor hit on me and then mm. found out I was boy. And yeah, if they would have got you onto the dock down at the lake, and boy, would they have done the number on you. <laughs> Mm, you should have called me. I would have stood in for you. <laughs> so we're going to go back. Hey, Chad, are we ready for this? Yes, sir. So, so Prince Poppycock, how about you introduce the song and then you hang on. We're going to play it for everybody. Oh, okay. Fantastic. This is, uh, this is my song, Rise Up and Shout. Uh, again, uh, the, the theme song for this wonderful organization here in Los Angeles that I've been part of since 2007. And it's basically... Um, you know, just a an anthem for um, being yourself, really, and being strong. So good for you. I love you for it. Meanwhile, RuPaul's going to dance to your music. Too bad you can't watch and see. <laughs> All right, Chad, hit it. You got it. Sam to start this man to you 
Yes, rise up and shout by Prince Poppycock. Congratulations, Prince. The words are so meaningful. The music was fun. I love it. I'm happy we're doing oh, well, it for you. Hollywood and for all the gay people, and I hope it makes everybody happy when they listen to it. Fabulous. Thank you. Yeah. You're just too much for words. How some guy didn't get you, I'm, I'm fainting. There's got to be something wrong with you. <laughs> like, are you schizophrenic or something? <laughs> do you have, like, do you have, I have like, little of everything wrong with me. Do you have hoof and mouth disease? Oh, that was Listen to you. So What's I want to I want to tell everybody too though they need to go to princepoppycock.com because his website's fun. It has songs for sale. It also has all his America's Got Talent videos you can watch uh, on there, which is really cool. Um, he's got like because I didn't have that song and originally I had two other songs that we were going to play and I just uh, want to tell him what they were because I like these songs a lot. I love that song. I like to be clean. What a fun weird song. <laughs> Oh, no, thank you. Poppycock. Do wait, wait, I'm not finished. Well, I, I have care. two things. I know, but wait. And the other one I like is the one that's called Miles to Go Before I Sleep a lot. Oh, no, thank a, you. I added the thank a lot. You. It was just called Miles to Go Before I Sleep. But but everybody should go to his website, check out these songs. He's got I Like to Be Clean as a free download. Uh, his music is awesome. I know he's going to be coming out with more music, and everybody's going to love it. And I'm sure he's got big things in the future, and we'll be having him back. But Ron wants to say something. Yeah, Poppycock, I feel like I want you to be my friend because I really like you. Please friend me on Facebook. It's Ron Russell's show. And I promise you I will let everybody that watches and reads my page and tell them where you are and what you're doing. And we'll keep abreast of you. Oh, abreast of you. I like that. Easy. <laughs> but please, please friend me and come on my page. It's a very interesting page. It's not like some people's pages, like Jimmy's. It's boring. Yeah, mine's boring. My page is exciting. I write outrageous stuff. I have Penn, Ken, is, Penn Ken Pettigrew is on my page, and he writes outlandish stuff. He's on my page, too. Yeah, so are you actually, actually uh, Prince Poppycock, you guys, if you want to follow him on Twitter, he's at Prince Poppycock. Um, what about, and, are you on uh, Facebook? And, and, yeah, face, uh, on Facebook, I'm Prince Poppycock Official. We had to put okay. the official in there because I, a lot of people were having fun having their own Prince Poppycock pages. Yeah, they do that. Okay, so it's Prince Poppycock Official on Facebook, everybody. It's at Prince Poppycock uh, on Twitter, and PrincePoppycock.com is his website. And go to the website. We want to support him and everything he does. He's super fantastic, and he also does a lot of fabulous things for the gay community, which That's we appreciate. That's why I want to be your friend, Poppy, because I'm, you know. Don't I call him Poppy. I, I call him Poppy like the Spanish people call well, their guess what, Ron? Hey, I just sent a Facebook friend request to you, so you oh, can have I that. You. Oh, I love you. I love you. And we will see you in L.A., and we will go out and have fun and party, because we know everybody in that town. I lived there for 30-something years. I just moved here. Mm, what a mistake. But I moved here to the freezing cold... <laughs> Northeast. Actually, you know, uh, Prince, Ron used to have a TV show in L.A. Yes. Uh, called Set the Record Straight, where he used to interview all the legends of Hollywood, like Jane Russell and Tab Hunter. And Tony Curtis. Tony Curtis. All and the biggies. All the, uh, and it was, it was on TV for four years, and once we go back to L.A., we'll probably be resurrecting it. But most of them are dead, so I can't interview anymore. You know, they're all dead now. i got a few left that I'm going to interview, like Debbie Reynolds and, and Shirley MacLaine and um, Rhonda Fleming. Uh, Tab, of course, Hunter, who I love and adore, is a good friend. He's still alive, and I hope he's alive forever. Because I was good friends with Jane for years, and my Jane, he passed away. So we're going to be we're going to be coming back and forth. So we're going to see you. Plus, yes. I'm sure our paths are going to be crossing soon, anyway. Yes. And because uh, because that's what Chip Coffee told us, so we yes. know it. And Poppy, Poppy, honey, my Poppy, I love you, Poppy. <laughs> I love you. You my Poppy. Hi, Poppy. 
I'm Poppy. I love you. I love you so much. I'm going to kiss you when I see you. Yeah, I make you a taco. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's fabulous. So we want to thank you for coming on the show. Good luck tonight on your performance. Yes. Look, we'll- no, wait. He can't. Oh, go yet. thank you very much. You cannot thank, go yet. I just want three bars oh. from it. Oh, nothing, Dormer. <clears throat> it's it. You know, you're getting me up. You're getting your me acapella, up before noon. Acapella. Before I, noon. I know morning voice. I keep telling Jimmy that. The best, and I the said, best part about sleeping till five is that it's happy hour when you wake up. Um, <laughs> True. <okay>. Voice gets <laughs> hold on. I'm going to have to hold the phone away from me. Yes, I'll, I'll, do a, I'll do a little bit. I got hot from that. I'm sweating. Of course, the phone is distorting it, but I can hear your power, and I know you sing great. And Jimmy and I intend to live in L.A. all you know in the winters. And when you're doing an opera, uh, you know, show, we are going to be there first row. You know, too. I don't know if you know this, but we're sponsored by the Spectre Music Group. It's the largest indie record label mm-hmm. in the world, and uh, I run one. I run one of the divisions, and I also. Um, I run the R&B and hip-hop division, and we're launching a pop label next year. So when you actually have your record ready to go, uh, you know, like, we should talk. <laughs> right. And I must, I must say something. I must do an apology to iHeartRadio. The joke I made before was only a joke, iHeart. Don't get your tits in a knot. Um, we love you. We are so proud to be on iHeartRadio. For those of you who don't know what iHeart means to radio people, it's the Oscar of radio. We are the ninth best radio show in the world, and Shorty, found, Shorty Rewards found us to be a great show, and iHeart asked us to be on. So I thank you, iHeart. We love you, iHeart. Did I blow enough smoke up your ass, iHeart? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, I hope stop so. It there. <laughs> no, they are wonderful, and I am grateful that we're on. You know, it's a big deal to you, Papa. You know what that means, iHeart. It's a, it's big, a big deal. deal. It's a big deal. Oh, yes. we all love iHeart. We're sorry, iHeart. There yes. you go, and Poppy. Don't, and don't forget, iHeart has brought this show all over the United States into 190 countries. We're all over the place. Well, W4CY did that. <clears throat> well, I picked this up because I they know did that. that. <laughs> I, well, I, I just want to get Dean. Dean is the head of W4CY, and he drove to L.A., and I think he got crabs in New Mexico. So <laughs> <clears throat> he's, he's like our boss. Anyway, we got to go because we're going to have another caller. So, Prince Poppy, I love you. thank I you so do, much. You're fantastic. Can we keep Poppy on a little no, longer? No, we can't. We have another oh, caller call us. Poppy, so. will you come back? We're going to have him back. Absolutely. You got to come back. Yes, we really Jimmy, do. Yes, you. Ron. And Ron, you need to accept my friendship request on Facebook or I'll Honey, die. The minute, the minute I get off this, the air and take this wig off and become me again, I'm going to click you in because we're going to have a lot of fun. And I, I go all over the country and the world, you know. Besides, great celebrities that they're not on my page, but they read it because they don't like, you know, they're old. They don't know how to work it. And But you'll be, you'll be found out by major, major motion picture producers and and stars, of course, they're all 103, but that doesn't matter. Absolutely, we we want to thank you again for coming on the show. I really, we really do think you're absolutely fantastic, and absolutely. fabulous. And you need to follow me on Twitter. I'm Dr. Jimmy Starr because I'm following you. So follow me back because I hate it when people don't follow me back. Right, and I know a lot <laughs> I of people. Jimmy, I will. And okay. I know a lot of people in the chat room want to follow you, especially some gay guys. And and some of that other stuff that we were talking about the other day, I'm going to call you at the beginning of the week. Right. Absolutely. Uh, Poppy, you're, you're, you're a gem, Poppy, and I thank you again from the gay community for all the work that you do to make gay people's lives safer, better, and 
understandable to most straight people that are stupid and don't get it. So, oh, you're dull. Thank you, Ron. No, I thank you, honey, bun. I can't wait to see you and meet you. You're going to be a great friend of mine down the road, and I know it. And we will make a film together, as Chip said. And have a happy, great weekend and a great yes. performance tonight. Yes, yes. Okay, thank you, you so go. much, Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks, Poppy. Thanks. Talk. Bye-bye. Bye, Poppy. Oh, bye, Poppy. All right, so we got another caller. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hello, Jimmy Star. How are you? I am great. This, this is, is author Bill Hillman. Do you go by yes, William Hillman or Bill Hillman? Well, friends call me Bill. My mother called me William Byron, so it's a mixture. <laughs> did you ever get confused with William Holden? <laughs> uh, no, never did. Okay. <laughs> so, so this is your first time on the show. We want to thank you for coming on. We're going to talk about Quigley, but first let me introduce you to everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. Starting off with my cool, outrageous Man About Town co-star, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, Hello, listen, Ron. I, I'm fine, thank you. And I want to thank you for casting Jimmy as an angel because that's a very big stretch for Jimmy. <laughs> it, it is a very big stretch, but you know oh, what's funny? An angel? He's the furthest thing no, from an angel. No stretch at all. Look at his wings. He looks fabulous in them. <laughs> Look at his what? <laughs> My wings. His wings. Oh, his wings. <laughs> I know. I pinned him on him. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and then we've got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, Bill. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Chad. Nice to meet you. Pleasure. So um, everybody knows, because last week we, we brought this actually up, but you're, uh, you're an author. Actually, you do everything. You're an author, an actor, a director. You do everything, but you, you wrote a book. Uh, I mean, you did a movie called Quigley. It came out many years ago. It was a huge family hit. Now you've written the book, Quis- Quigley's Christmas Adventure. It's a follow-up that's going to be a book, and it's going to be a movie, and we're doing a Kickstarter campaign to kick it off. Tell us a little bit about it. Okay. Well, Quigley started out as, just a, as, as a cute, just direct-to-video film. Uh, The distributor at Good Times, they picked it up, ran it to Walmart. Walmart picked it up, and their first order was 250,000 units, and it kind of blew everybody away. Uh, Over the years now, we've had many reviews, many people that have asked us to come back and make a sequel. Uh, We wanted to make one that was special, something like It's a Wonderful Life or Miracle on 34th Street, put it in a Christmas setting, and have fun with it. Have some stunts, have some outrageous just outrageous stuff that happens in heaven, looking down on earth. And we have a, a heavenly angel, Quigley, who is sent down to straighten problems out. And he's always accompanies another angel, and usually a wingless one. And uh, he's trying to earn his wings. And in this case, Thurman comes with him. And Thurman has been looking for wings for over a thousand years. And, of course, he's flubbed out every time he comes. I'm actually showing, too, just so you know, I'm showing everybody who's watching on the ITV screen. And we're kissing uh, him and hugging uh, him. He's so my Quigley dog from Quigley Movie 1, so I, everybody can see how cute he is. And i got to tell you, you got to get one because he is so soft and cuddly and cute, <laughs> and I love him. He's like looks like Star, you know, Jimmy's poodle, the little well, we, bitch. We, we, we actually plan on making a new Quigley doll. We did the first one. I think I sent Jimmy a copy of that. Yes. Uh, and uh, the next one's going to even be better than that one. Uh, I like this one. Fluffy. He's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> he is really cute. <laughs> well, I'm glad you like him. I do. <laughs> you know, I, years ago, I did a movie with Rock Hudson, and Rock uh, Hudson told he Rock told me uh, he, he knew I wanted to do stuff behind the camera. He introduced me to the cameraman. He introduced, <laughs> drug me around and produced me to the producers, to the editor Ferris Webster on uh, this was on a movie called Ice Station Zebra. Mm-hmm. And uh, I learned more in 19 weeks than uh, I can I can possibly tell you. And one of one of Rock's favorite lines to me was, "If you can't find it and you can't reach it, get a step ladder and reach higher. Never give up the dream." 
And that's been basically my motto all my life is to just reach high. Don't believe in anybody or what they say to you that you can't do it or you can't reach or you can't find it. Just go for it. Well, uh, Rock Hudson, I knew at Universal because I was up at uh, Sarah with Brenda Vaccaro. And at my break, I used to go down to the McMillan set, which was the lake. And right. if Rock was on, you know, working, I would sit there and just Google eye at him because he was the most beautiful man in the world and a very dear man, a very kind man, a very good hearted man with a beautiful laugh. And a, I, lot, I, a lot of people don't know how, how much of a, of a gentleman this man total was. Total gentleman, but, total. Uh, you know, a lot of people have versions and opinions of him because they don't know the man. But the man, Well, because he's gay, yeah. you know, give me a break. Well, let, let me tell you something. I'm straight, and, and he, he and I got along just as, like brothers. He of did course. something for me that I'll never forget, and, and that was I was a young kid working on that movie. Somebody slashed all the tires on my car in the back lot. Rock was driving through, uh, saw me, stopped, backed up, said, what happened? I told him. He said, stay right where you are, and he drove away. And I thought, well, that's great. I'm alone. There was 1,900 guys working on the movie that all gone home, and I'm in the middle of a lot <laughs> with four flat tires. And a truck pulls up next to me, changes the tires, and I said, I can't afford this. I'm a, I'm a day player. Rock, hey. you know, I'm not a day player, but I was an actor, not making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, it's taken care of. And Rock, I, Rock I, when I tried to thank Rock, he wouldn't take the thank you. So that's the kind of man he was. Anyway, that has nothing to do with Quigley. And, Let's go uh, back to Quigley. Yeah. No, but I like to pay tribute to some of the great actors and let the world know how wonderful they were. I learned and a lot a- from, from, from not just from Rock, but from some of the wonderful people that I've worked with over the years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I've had a lot of fun. I uh, did a picture with uh, Shelley Long and Jay Thomas that was hysterical called The Adventures of Ragtime. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, Quigley, Quigley has touched a, a nerve in people's hearts, so we decided to do something insane. We have four weeks to do it. Everyone says it can't be done, but I don't believe that, and uh, I don't think anyone that's associated with me does either. But uh, we decided to take hey, to it, it up on Kickstarter. Oh, to raise the money in four weeks. Well, I don't see why not, because Quigley already was up, and and it got great reviews, I understand, and I don't understand why. It's not a new piece of work, which people are afraid of, um, and I think it's going to be better now that Jimmy's in it. Ha, ha, ha. Of course, because we got to let people wait, know how to course, get it. Of course, it could have been better if I were in it, but that's your fault. Well, the rest of the casting isn't done, so you never know. <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're actually adding to the cast. Uh, yesterday, I got a commitment from the sheriff on Murder, She Wrote, a young man by the name of Ron Masak. Uh, you may or may not know him. He's a wonderful comedian, a very funny guy. Uh, he's going to be one of the angels, and we've come up with a concept to surround with Jimmy and Ron and, and some a cluster of famous faces, and they are going to be spread throughout the whole movie, looking down on Earth so that every time Thurman or Quigley screws up, there's going to be a little piece of business with the angels, and, and they're going to all try to guide him and and to give him advice from heaven down to earth. It should be hysterical. And I think the crowd will love it, That everyone that comes to see it. That sounds Absolutely. Good. So let's go back to wait, it. Wait, 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 wait. I played a sheriff in the movie Croker, which is coming out in a couple of weeks. Ah. Hint, 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 hint. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll go back to that later. Let's go back to Quigley because we have another guest that's going to call soon, and I want to get all this stuff out. So let's go. So, 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 Bill, tell us how do we get to Kickstarter? How do we find out about it? Let's, let's get it going so people can actually get there. Okay. Well, Kickstarter is www.kickstarter. Uh, it opens up on the site. There's a little search bar up in the right-hand corner. You can 
type in the name of the movie, Quigley's Christmas Adventure. You can type in William Byron Hillman. Or if you forget all of that stuff, you can just type in dogs. And a whole series of dog projects will open up. And if you scroll through them, you'll find Quigley's Christmas Adventure. There's a direct link to Quigley's uh, Christmas Adventure. And that's uh, HTTP colon slash slash KCK dot ST slash one six little e five little b little g capital N. And that takes you directly to our page. And what we've done on our page is set up a, 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 a site that would, people just will have a blast doing it. They'll, they'll be connected to the movie forever. You can come in for $5 or you can come in for 10000 or 53 places in between that. You can get bizarre gifts, wonderful gifts, autographed uh, pictures. We have uh, a young man by the name of David writing a, a Christmas song for us right now, David Harvey. A uh, very gifted young man. He's actually and, coming on the show in two weeks. Oh, great, great. Yeah, David. I think David's on my Facebook. Yeah, he's in, he's in, he's in the chat room every week. Very, very <laughs> talented young sure. man, and and he's got a he's got a wonderful career in front of him. Uh, and anyway, we're gonna make we're gonna make stuffed animals. We're gonna uh, actually give away some of Jimmy Starr's fashions uh, shirts that I absolutely love. People have to, to pledge to get them, um, and we hope that people will just come in and pledge. Take whatever spot they want from five bucks up, and for every one of the pledges, we'll have a connection to the movie that will last them forever. And we're Absolutely. offering things like a role in the film. We're offering them, uh, you know, an executive producer credit. Uh, they can come on the set. They can have lunch with the producer and director. They can watch stunt scenes. Uh, there's just a whole selection of stuff that they can get on on a various size of pledges. And okay, it was where, all designed you, to be fun. Where are you shooting this film? We're going to shoot mostly in North Carolina, um, and uh, we're going to be probably in and around the area of the Charlotte uh, base, and then, of course, we'll go up maybe to Wilmington and use their studio uh, to do the interior stuff. We may end up using uh, a West Coast location because some of our stars uh, that we're asking to play angels may not want to travel, so we may go out there for a day or two and shoot just the, uh, the angel sequence. Great. Actually, too, there's a lot of people in the chat room saying hello. Uh, we have a lady who like does all kinds of promotions for us, Ginger Irish. She says to make sure we say hello to you, and David Harvey says thank you. And uh, and everybody, too, because I, I, I had to find out how to get to the Quigley thing. It's real easy if you just go kickstarter.com and type in Quigley's Christmas Adventure. It's the only one that pops up. You can't miss it. Um, like Bill said, there's maybe... I don't know. There's like 50 something different ways you can contribute with all different kinds of rewards that you get for contributing. It's really, really going to be a great family project, uh, kind of like bringing you back to family films. Like, remember when I was a kid, Benji? Like, Benji was like I a love big deal. Benji. I love yeah, Benji uh, was a great one. You know, what we want to do is films. we want everyone to feel like they're part of Let's Make a Movie. Uh, and, and if they come in and they, and they grab a, a, a pledge, They'll be in the know from day one, and they'll know everything we're doing all through the whole show, shoot. Are you a and SAG that, production? I'm sorry? Are you a SAG production? Uh, yes, we'll be a SAG production. Okay. So let's, uh, some, let's go. Some of the roles that we will do in the pledges, however, they can't be SAG members. But by coming on board, they may get quali- qualifications to become right. SAG. Right. right. Also, you guys, Quigley's got a Twitter. If you guys can follow him, it's at Quigley Movie, right, on Twitter or Quigley Movie? We're at we're on Twitter, and it's just called Quigley Movie. Uh, and there, and the, yeah, it's at Quigley Movie. 
Uh, we're on Facebook, Quigley's Christmas Adventure. There you go. And uh, and everybody really like this is such a great thing, and you can donate five dollars. And hey, if you want to be in the role, there's like like there's positions in there where you can like pledge the money, and then you actually get to be in the role. Some of them are even speaking. Yeah, and I might add that there's a band in the movie. There's these kids that play in the Christmas parade. We're going to be looking for four kids, five kids in the band, and actually those are one of the pledges too. People can pledge and put their children in the picture if they're gifted and they have a musician or they have a singer or they have a kid that plays the guitar or or keyboards or the bass, uh, and he's looking for exposure. Fabulous way to get exposure. And if you get to get in the film, folks, and you speak two lines, then you're eligible to become a SAG member, SAG after member. Yep, there you go. Exactly. So, so everybody, exactly. we want to make sure you guys do this. we got to go to kickstarter.com, Quigley's Christmas Adventure. Also follow Quigley's Adventure at Quigley Movie on Twitter. Like the Facebook page. We need all the support and help we can get. We've only got like a month left to go, and we need to raise a lot of money. So go on, folks. Do it. Thank there you, you very much. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Uh, anything, else, anything else you want us to throw in there real quick? Yo, I want to ask a question. I want to <laughs> no, ask a question you. first. Is Quigley like a superhero? Quigley is indeed a superhero. That's exactly what he is. Yeah. So he does things to get bank robbers and bad people punished? We're trying to make Quigley a brand, and we're planning to make four or five more Quigleys right past this one. It, it's the kind, it, he's just a delightful character. In the first movie, he took Gary Busey, and Gary Busey was an abusive, horrible guy, rich guy who died, went to heaven, and they didn't know what to do with him because he wasn't a dastardly guy. He just was a a mess and so they sent him back to earth as quigley okay and uh, and, he, and he straightened everything out and this time around quigley is a heavenly angel and now he's assigned to to duties and he's well you know to... only a fool makes a movie with dogs and children so no, it's going to be a loving movie because everybody loves a dog movie i know i do especially an adorable little thing like this fuzzy wuzzy little cute guy if if you look at my track record, I've done cows, pigs, horses, miniature horse in, in the Adventures of Ragtime, and here I am with back with dogs again. There you <laughs> so go. You're a smart producer. You know not to work with those bitchy divas of Hollywood. There you go. Yeah, I love kids and I love animals. <laughs> what right. can I tell you? Right. All right, everybody. So one more time, quickly, quick Christmas mm-hmm. adventure. Go to Kickstarter.com. Please donate anything you can. We need to raise a lot of money. It's going to be a great family film, and you can be part of movie-making history. And it's Christmas 14, which is going to be a beautiful time of year to watch this film. Put a fire on, get some candy and cake, put your kids between your legs, and watch Quigley. There you, there go. you go. So, Bill, we want to thank you for calling in and giving us an update. Uh, we hope the project is going to go well, and we're very happy to be working with you on it. That's Thank right. you very much. I appreciate the time, and I enjoyed meeting all of you. It was great. Thanks, right. Bill. Thanks, Bye Bill. Now. Bye-bye. Talk to you later. Okay, bye-bye. What a nice man. Terrific. And guess what? I met him on Twitter. I met everybody on Twitter. I met him on Twitter. I met a lot of men in passing. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily so, on So, Twitter. Chad. Hey, Chad, are you there? <laughs> I'm here. What did you think about freaking Prince Poppycock? Is that MFO, MoFo? Is he cool as hell or what? I, I like how Ron kept addressing him as a puppy. I love my si puppy. puppy. He's me puppy. I'm going to call him puppy forever. No Muy pressure. bueno, sí. Wasn't that fun, though? He's my puppy. He's so, I mean, <laughs> he's a great guy. So next up, we're going to have Erica Kane calling in, and she's an R&B singer, oh, songstress. She's also very good looking, and I believe she's Italian. 
Oh, even better. Now, do well, we have some of her music? I have to make an announcement. Well, everyone, well, wait a no? minute. Everyone out there, please forgive me. I have good and plenties here, and I'm dying for one. May Again? I have one without you writing in the friggin' room there that I'm making noises, chewing my good and plenty? Was that her who just called in a second ago? I uh, didn't have anybody call. Oh, I saw a number. Maybe that was just Bill's number disappearing. Now, okay. do you have any, do you have any uh, songs for this lady? Um, yes, we do. We have uh, I have two songs. One of them is called No More, and the other one's called Because You Are Lonely. Now, how come I didn't get those? Uh-oh. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. I'm going to go back and look. I'll be back. Okay, otherwise, if you want, I can go send Oh, I don't have my computer on. I can probably forward them to you. Oh, I can forward you a download link for them. Yeah, do it anyway. Uh, uh, from, my, from my thing. So, Ron, talk a minute about Chip Coffee. He's eating right now. I got a mouthful. We're going I know. Well, you, uh, you, <laughs> I told you about that. Last night, we went to, we were comped tickets, which is wonderful. $170 each tickets to go see Chip Coffee's show at this gorgeous hotel in Center City, Philadelphia, one of the most elegant hotels. And he was in the ballroom. Like thousands of seats filled with people. His show is really incredible. He does it in three parts. The first part, he talks about it, what it's all about, how to get spooks, you know, find ghosts and stuff. Second part, he does readings of dead people. Third part, the lights go out and he looks for ghosts in the room. You would be amazed at all the people that had these laser things that they believed that they could find ghosts with them. Anyway, it was an interesting evening and we love Chip Coffee. He has become our new best friend. After the show was over, we went to dinner in an adorable little restaurant right around the corner from the High at Bellevue on Broad Street in Philly. We all had dinner and we really bonded with Chip and we got to know all about his private world, everything. I found a sad story. Chip feels that his television show was not renewed because of the um, homo- not homophobic people who wrote to his master page, which is what the producers look at, not Facebook. This is a page that the, the uh, producers in the network look at to see what's going on with the people's, you know, people's opinions. I can't even speak of it, by the way. I'm so upset. And they said that he was a pedophile because he had a show with children. So I asked him, I said, Chip, did you ever get arrested for this? He said, no. Was there ever a complaint from a parent? He said, no. He said, Ron, they're just crazy people who are trying to destroy a gay man's career. I was appalled by this, and you know what a militant person I am when it comes to homophobia and rights of gay people. So I want to start a campaign to get the networks to bring his show back, just like I did for Heavenly Divorce, I mean, Happily Divorced with Fran Drescher and Peter, um, Peter Jacobson. I think that uh, Chip's show should be on again. I think it's sad what they do to gay people. Um, the networks put you on as some kind of a freak show, and then they pull you off. It's just rude and terrible. Chip is not a pedophile. Believe me, he's not a pedophile. Um, he's a wonderful man with a kind heart and a good heart. He loves people. He's affectionate. He's a religious man. He believes in God. He's just a great guy. So all of you out there, if you've heard the rumor that he was a pedophile, That's not right. fight it. And tell people they're sick and dead. Hey, Chad, did you find it or no? No, nope, I only got the songs from uh, Poppy. All right, I'm going to – I had to turn my computer on because uh, you know, you I turned everything off. 
Um, Coming so, right in. Well, since we have to have like music for oh the my next show. Oh my talking about a very serious issue here. Who cares about music right now? He's coming on next week, so everybody will get to hear it. Anyway, next week, I was going there. Next week, you will tune in, everyone. Please do. And listen to what Chip has to say about this disgusting accusation, accusation that has no validity. Um, anyway, that's what I had to say, guys. You know I get very political every now and then. I hope it didn't bore you or upset you. But it pissed me off big time. Now that Jimmy and Chad are trying to find the music of this new girl. Okay, so you know, oh yeah, play photogenic. I'm in the mood. Oh yeah. Because after that de- depressing little story, we need to get up and get romantic. Hi, Deidre. Get, s- oh, get swinging and swaying. Photogenic. Da, 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 da. I know I can. I don't know. I don't know about your father. Daddy, what? can you hear me? Oh, Deidre, my daughter's yeah. on. How are you, dear? What are you calling what? from? I'm calling from Skype. You sound far away. Uh, yeah. When, when you when you got... on, um, I'm on speaker now. Can you hear me now? No, get off you. speaker. Just go on phone <laughs> because you're echoing. Listen, are you out looking for a husband or just laying oh, around the house? Geez. No. Um, wait, so you can't hear. Wait, hold on. Hold on. She, she avoids that question like the plague. <laughs> Every morning she wakes up. I say, oh, you're going husband hunting today? She gives me the finger. Leave Imagine. her alone. I don't know how to. We can hear you. It just, it just sounds like it's right, kind of just talk. We're not going to do techniques. We'll listen to your echo. You so sound like. Call in. What? Should I call in? Yeah, call normal, Jimmy. Okay. Sorry. Call normal. All right. Bye. See, she has a New York accent, too. Did you see her new picture, Chad, on Facebook and all over? I have not. I no, she's I, in a sexy red bustier with the sisters popping out. And she's all glamorous, doing like a little sexy. Well, now I see it on. Um, I see it on. Uh, what do you call it? The Skype right here. What, yeah, yeah, that's good. That's very yeah, cool. Well, I don't understand it. She looks like that, and she can't find a husband. What the hell is wrong with her? Stop busting her balls, huh? Oh no, I want a grandchild before I die. Come on, I'm, re- I'm like going to die soon. Steps, I'm two steps from death. I need to Are get you? a grandchild asap. <laughs> I want more good and plenties, but somebody complained on don't Facebook. Eat, don't eat them. Eat Shut up, Jimmy. I mean, he's so mean to me. I want a divorce. Anybody out there a lawyer that can get me an annulment because I'm still a virgin? Get back in the closet, Ron. Yeah, I want to go back in the closet. <laughs> I, do. I want to marry Lainey Kazan and pretend I went straight. Because Lainey asked me to marry her on the show. We love each other. Lainey's a dreamboat. I love her. <clears throat> you know, she's going to come to our wedding and sing. I'm so excited. Deidre's back. Yes. Oh, then now you sound like my kid again. <laughs> I guess I don't know why my Skype was sounding funny. I don't know, but why are you on the show? You're not supposed to come on till next week. No, I'm coming on to Erica. Oh, you know Erica? Yes. Well, I don't know her personally, but yeah. She... <clears throat> so why do you want to be on for Erica? What's the special event? Because I love her music. Her voice is incredible, and she's oh, amazing. Oh. She's Italian, I was told. I don't know if that's true. I know she's born in Connecticut. But well, that doesn't mean you sure. can't be Italian if you're born in Connecticut. Not everybody's a wasp, you know. No, I know, but um, but I didn't see anything about her being. T- I have to double check and read. Wait, her bio. Deirdre, I have to. I have to. I have to sneak it. I couldn't plenty in my mouth. Hang on. Save some for me. Don't eat all of them. No, Jimmy's going to have a shit fit if he knows I'm eating on the we'll air. Save them. We'll save some for me. I I love good and plenty. I need the sugar to get. And a you boost. ate all the milk duds. Yeah, you need the sugar. I didn't eat the milk duds. Jimmy ate the, the milk duds. I don't eat milk duds. I don't like milk duds. You are dead, Jimmy. You ate all the milk duds. Jimmy eats everything. There's nothing in this house that's sugar that he doesn't eat. 
Mm-hmm. You know, the, you bags, like the bags crap. of candy that he has, these bags of candy stashed all over the house. Meanwhile, they're filming a movie in Philadelphia. If anybody is in the, going to be in the Philadelphia area, make sure to look around for Dakota Fanning R- Richard and Gere. Uh, Richard Gere. Called the, uh, it's called Franny. Mm-hmm. And they're shooting it at the high Bellevue where we were last night. So if I would have slept over, I could have been in the film. Maybe not really. Yeah. I mean, I want good roles. If they don't give me third lead, I don't do the movie. I'm too old to be like 12th lead or atmosphere or just like one-liners. I'm, I'm over that shit. What? He's yelling at me for eating good and plenty on the air. Chad, can you hear me chewing the good and plenties? It's fine. You're doing well. Yeah. See, Chad well, said it's Good and Plenty should sponsor the show, considering you're eating their food on the show. I know those bastards. It's a start. There you <laughs> go. Mm-hmm. So don't call them Good and Plenty's anymore. Call them just candy. I'll call them Plenty Good. <laughs> no, that's still an innuendo. Don't. <laughs> so seriously, why haven't you found a husband? I don't know. What I have no idea. Hi, everybody in the chat room. How you guys doing? Why don't you go online? Why don't you go to one of those places like where they find you a husband? You go online and you look at the pictures, and you click, and if you like the guy, you go out with him. Yeah, I tried that. That was interesting. What happened? Uh, well, that was the one where I met the cute guy from Boston, and I got super excited because I'm a huge Boston fan. I love the city. If I could only move there, I would. And I love the sports team, which they're playing tonight in the World Series. Game one, go Red Sox. So we, I'm living in L.A. at the time, and we agree to meet at this place called the North End. It's a Boston pizza parlor in uh, West Hollywood. So we go there, we meet, we have a, pizza, a couple of slices of pizza, a few beers. We're talking, we're getting along. And I had on strappy sandal high heels. I just had, just had a pedicure. My feet were looking awfully pretty. Um, and he keeps staring at my feet. Usually they're staring at your boobs. You know, usually you're kind of like fighting for that eye line of like, hi, you want to look up here, not not down at the girls? But he kept eyeballing my feet and eyeballing my feet. And I'm thinking in my head, oh, shit, you got to be kidding me. This guy's like, oh, watch, he's going to have a foot fetish. So, of course, naturally, after I think that, the comment comes, you know, you have really pretty feet. Oh, thanks. Blah, 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 blah. So I keep the conversation flowing and, you know, in the opposite direction of that comment. And he reverts back to it. Yeah, they're really beautiful. Meanwhile, I have, like, the ugliest feet you can imagine. Even painted up, they look like hawk's feet. They're not attractive. I hate my feet. They do not. So, do. You got yeah, my feet. Beautiful feet. They're ugly. No. So I, again, try to divert the conversation to something else, hoping that he'll, like, you know, catch on and take the hint and, and not pursue it. Well, sure enough, he, he pursues it. And then the next thing is, is, you know, I really would like to suck your toes. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, you know, I've got news. I, the left daughter. One. I have news for you. There are tons of people out there who love it and find it very sensual. Don't knock I it till you try it. You should have no, put your I, foot in his mouth. I am if you would have put your foot. People. What do you care? Learn, educate. Grow. It's the husband. I'm what not do you care? And educate. Chad, help me on this one. Do you suck your girlfriend's toes? I do not. He could have. He could have made a wonderful hey, husband. You. So what if he sucks your no. feet? No, no, that's not my thing. It's well, not my thing. What if, I mean, what if he know, was rich and, and famous and wonderful? I don't care. It's not about being rich and famous. I don't care. I don't want. I don't find pleasure in fucking my toes. If anyone else does, well, great, how about you, you got do what pleasure. you got to do? How about you don't be a selfish lover and you let him enjoy your feet, and then you just go on to things that you enjoy. You can't have it like one from column A and one from column B. You know, it's not yes, a Chinese I can. restaurant. I, I, I'm, I, there are certain things that I will not do, and my feet are one of them. I just don't. Well, you'll learn. I step on them all day. 
Well, no, I'm, I'm not going to learn. I'm, I'm, All right, I'm okay. old enough and mature enough okay. woman to know who I am. But Okay. okay, okay. Meanwhile, yeah. if he was a famous movie star, you would have said yes. No, I wouldn't have. I'm not shallow. <laughs> There's a difference. Well, no, in life, I you have to have. learn. I've that- met plenty of movie stars, and I, I, I could care less, and it doesn't matter if they're famous. <clears throat> that, that doesn't warrant them to do what they can, you know, what they want to make. Well, no, I don't think so. Listen, you have to remember one thing. When you get married, you have to bring certain things into the bedroom. Otherwise, marriage is boring. And one day. Yeah, I know. I was there for five years. I should know. (laughs) Well, did did you ever let Brian suck your feet? Brian never asked. Brian never did. See that? Now, what if Brian said, I want to lick your toes? You would have left him? No. Okay, so then you're into feet licking. Why did you dump this guy? He could have been a husband, damn it. I would not have let him suck my toes. There's no way. I'm not into that. It's not my thing. Oh, Deirdre, dear, just why you're an old maid. You don't let people suck your toes. Oh. Anyway, Jimmy's yeah. still on the other computer trying to get this music up that we could play for Erica. I know. that Her music was supposed to be sent. No, because otherwise they're going to write in tomorrow. Ron Russell hogs this show. He's always talking. Frig them. Yeah, we're going to play. Deirdre, what do you have to say? Anything till Erica comes on? Not really. No, she should be calling in now. Well, why don't you go find a husband on that I Love You site, whatever it is. And until then, we'll play, we're going to play my beautiful song that I love by, what's his name? Play, play Battle or whatever the one that you No, like no, no, Battle will play later. No, we're going to play that, that terrific guy who we really like a lot. What's his name, Jimmy? International Nova. What a nice guy he is. We're going to play his music now. It's called, what is it called? Photogenic. Photogenic, right. Here you go. You can hold your own. Photogenic, good. (laughs) Here we go. Here we go. Back, shorty, too thick. 
Gotta pause for that photo. Anything is good, hold it down for that promo. <laughs> now bring it back, love me long time. Now bring it back, I want it long time. I think this girl, she's the right one. Mrs. Photogenic, hold it down with a nice car. International Novas. What was it called again? Photogenic. <laughs> Thank you, Erica. I, you know, folks, I'm doing Jimmy's job now because Jimmy's pulling up your music, Erica. Somebody screwed up in the audio room, but I've never done this before. But I'm going to do it my way, not his way. Saw a picture of this lady. I saw a picture of this lady, Erica, and she's dropped dead, good-looking, beautiful. And it's not Erica Kane, the wicked woman on that soap opera. This is Erica Kane, the singer. And Erica, welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on the Jimmy Star Show. Good. Now, tell me a little bit about yourself. Are you married? I go oh married. no! Okay. You're not oh married? no! No. No, that's yeah. not in the that's not the priority at the moment. <laughs> do, do you have a boyfriend? Um, no, I'm I'm shopping around currently at the moment. Um, are, are you offering? Are you are you no, offering? Okay, I just married, <laughs> I, I married Jimmy last week. I'm taken. We got Jimmy and I got married seriously last week. Uh, but my, my daughter Deirdre is on the line, and I figured maybe you could take her out one night to go meet guys and get her married. Hi, Erica. Hey. How are you? <laughs> I'm so good. Sure How are you? Good. I absolutely love your music, and I think your voice is amazing. Oh, thank you so much. That means a lot to me. I appreciate it. You know, yeah. she came on the show especially for you today. She's not supposed to premiere until next week. She's going to be the third person on the Jimmy Star Show. The Hollywood Vixen. Oh, yeah. the Hollywood oh Vixen. wow. Well, thank you. I, so, you know, I'm honored. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So tell me a little bit about yourself, seriously, where you're from, what made you do this, what made mm-hmm. you want to sing? Right, well, I'm from a small town in northeastern Connecticut, um, it's called Killingly, Connecticut, and it's also called the quiet corner of Connecticut, um, it's a very peaceful part of the state, and um, I was blessed to have a beautiful childhood, wonderful family, um, a lot of support. And both my mother and father are musicians and singers. So 
while they were raising me and my brother, um, you know, they worked their, their jobs during the week to support us. But music, it was still their passion. And, you know, they made, they instilled that in me. And, um, during the weekends, they would travel and, and perform and sing out. And it was always just a part of me and it remained a part of me. And, um, I've always felt like, you know, doing what you love is, you know, something that's really important to your happiness, you know, in general in your life. And um, after high school, you know, I just decided, you know, if everyone else can do it, why can't I? You know, why should I settle for what everybody else thinks I should do or is doing and, you know, go after what I love? And um, there was really no plan B, you could say. (laughs) Well, do you also feel... Do you feel guilty about being paid for what you do? Because I do. If I make a movie, I get very guilty when they pay me because I feel, gee, I would have done this for free. I love doing this. You know, money is right. Like it is. It is. It is an interesting feeling. Um, you know. Now allow yeah. me to introduce Jimmy Starr for a change. And now the coolest guy. What are you called? King of Cool. Now the king. Oh, right, my husband. Now <laughs> Jimmy Starr, the king of cool. Is What's on up, the Erica? Welcome Jimmy, to the Jimmy, Jimmy. Starr Show. Who are you? I, didn't, I, didn't, I haven't been here. I haven't been here. I didn't touch anything. Oh, the level is like ridiculous. Um, welcome to the show. <laughs> I want to. Uh, I want to like do a proper introduction. So here's the proper introduction that you should have had. Uh, Excuse me. Welcome to the Jimmy the Starr Show, Erica. Came. We're very happy to have you. And before we get started, let me introduce you to my co-host, starting off with uh, our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. We've already met. I know, but you, <laughs> you didn't tell your name. I never heard you tell your name. Well, she you knows here. my name. No, she doesn't. She's never been here before. Well, then we have our proper. Hollywood vixen, Deidre Serego. Hi, Erica. There you go. Then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy, which, Chad, please tell me you got the music. <laughs> I got the music, and welcome to the show. There we go. You see, Jimmy, I cut right to the chase. I said, this is he Erica sure Kane, not the one from the soap opera. And are you married, or do you have a boyfriend? Damn. I, I know, I know. I want to, like, uh, like, bring it around yeah, full circle. So you're from Connecticut, and we're in Pennsylvania. Where are you calling us from right now? I'm from Bridgeport, Connecticut right now, and it's cold. We're in, I know, we're in Pennsylvania. We're in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. I love it. I think the weather is fabulous. So first off, we yeah. want to say we have a chat room full of people. How about you give a shout out to everybody in the chat room? What's up, everybody? I'm so excited to be on the show. There you go. We're loving it. And I want to say congratulations uh, for, 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 the, for a very great start to a career. Um, you've have, you're having tons and tons of success. I also want to congratulate you because are you Italian? I am my mother's side, yes. Because um, you're oh, like good. Italian nice. in the R and B, like Ron's Italian, Beatrice Italian. I'm a hundred percent Italian. I, I married an, into Italian, so I'm in ta- I'm Italian by that. You're <laughs> Italian right. by association. By paper. I did keep it. Polite. Hey, however it works. He's so rude. Keep it polite. <laughs> no, but I, I another reason why you. I love her. It's an Italian girl that can sing, and that is on her way to being. A super super music star. Say so. I made a I made a good choice. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's a truth. Dude. And I want to congratulate you. you though because you're Italian and you're singing R and B music and your music is being recognized 
in in a in a world where normally you would not be acknowledged. Excuse me, do you think Italians are lame brains? We do everything. We built the country. We made world. We were the how masters many, of music. Get how many, many non African American people do you know make our hits on African American shows? With I music? know a lot of people. No, that you, wonderful no, 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 girl. No. Right. That wonderful girl. I love. Oh no, she's African. No, you're absolutely no. No, you're right. Uh, the reason, and I can, I can actually say this because I run Monarchy Records. We're one of the largest R and B labels in the world, and I'm the director of operations. Right. And I'm you know. And I am not African American, and 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 I'm very well received and everything. But it is very unusual, and 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 your success is phenomenal. I mean, a lot of it has to do with the fact that your voice is terrific and you're incredibly gorgeous. You know, so you have lots of uh-huh. great things going for you. But congratulations, because it's really a big feat. Thank you, I appreciate it. And and you know, it really is the and and I really endured a lot of obstacles regarding um, you know certain barriers. Um, but fortunately, when I write music there is no barriers and you know my music is universal so at the end of the day you know the music speaks so um yeah i appreciate it so you had a, you had one album uh, first of all so go back did you ever i guess you answered him you don't have a boyfriend and you're not married no, we already did that while you were so busy getting the music. Okay, so I've got two guys in mind for her already. Now okay. that she's Italian. Also, you guys, if you yeah. want to follow Erica, she's on Twitter. She's got a great following. It's at Erica Kane, and you spell Erica with an A, so it's A R I K A R I K A Kane K A N E. Yeah, I have to ask you, Erica. Yeah. I mean, you are really a beautiful girl. I saw your picture. I have. I've really. I'm not, I must be honest because I never lie. I'm not familiar with who you are because I'm like from the old days. You know, Lainey Kazan, Peggy Lee, Johnny Mantis. Mm-hmm. Mathis, um, but you are very beautiful. Do you have men pursuing you, or are they afraid of you because you're so beautiful? Um, uh, it's a little bit of both. <laughs> no, I got a little bit of yeah, I got a little bit of both going on. Um, I've learned to protect myself. I think most women learn how to do that over the years, and kind of know what places to go and what places not to go. So it's kind of like you attract, you know, you attract what you, uh, you, you know, do, what you hang out with. Type of do you thing. feel so, yeah. that? Do you feel that men are cowardly? Because sometimes in the mall, most of the times in the mall, tons of time in the mall, I see very unattractive, heavy-set women walking with the most gorgeous guys in a baby carriage, and I've often wondered what the hell made him look at her. She's a mess, and. Beautiful right. girls are always alone. So I think men go after maybe girls that are not intimidating. Do you intimidate with your beauty? Well, you know what? It's interesting because I hate to say it, but there's a lot of there's a lot of men that um have girlfriends or women who they have children with and <laughs> take care of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I hear and what really you're saying. <laughs> There's a, there's a lot of men who want to be taken care of, and for whatever reason, that situation happens so they want a, a lot. They want a maid. They want a chubby, unattractive maid. That's terrible. Yeah, all, it's messed up. It's messed up. Yeah, and the woman is probably paying for things, too, because I can't tell you how many women I see pulling out a credit card at dinner time. And I mean, well, I'm, I'm old school, and I'm like, yeah, but you that's know something? just mind-blowing to me. Erica, years and years oh. ago, Women didn't work because they weren't hired. So a woman couldn't go out to dinner because she didn't have any money. Now women are pulling far more bucks than men are. Women are doing two mm-hmm. and three hundred thousand a year. Do they really expect mm-hmm. the guy to pay for their dinner? That's stupid. I believe they should both share it now because they both have money. And there's no reason why a woman can't take a man to dinner as a thank you. 
you know, those days are gone, I believe, and the new days are, are fine. It's equality. Well, I, I, I think that um, it, as long as you have, like, some sort of connection and, like, a compromise about what your relationship is, because there's a clear difference between being used and abused, like, every oh, single God. day to the point, you know what I mean? So, You're talking but, yeah. about a slouchy bum who doesn't earn a picnic who doesn't work. <laughs> Who wants to live off of some woman? Well, he's slime. Right. He's slime, and he should be shot at dawn. But I'm talking about a fellow that makes a hundred thousand. Look, I I, yeah. I can't use the name, but my daughter Leslie has a dear friend who is the editor of a very major magazine. She makes like three, four hundred thousand a year, and her boyfriend at the time was only making about a hundred, one hundred fifty, and she wanted to do a lot of things that he just couldn't afford. So they shared, you know, all the expenses. What do you feel about that? Yeah, I think that's normal as long as they don't feel like they're being taken advantage of. And, no. and yeah. I want to get this back on uh, onto a music track real quick because <laughs> because uh, I, first of all, because a lot of people, uh, I think that you've had a lot of success and congratulations. Your first album here with me, uh, the title single did did great on Billboard and and R and B and Top One Hundred. Um, you have a new album called Substance. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's a great album. It was sent to me. I was very excited. I've been listening to it all week. Um, uh, the song oh, that you're good. promoting now is called No More. And that, for people who have not heard of you before, I want them to hear what you sound like. So what we're going to do is we're going to play No More and then come back and talk about you and your career a little bit more. But that way people have an idea of what you sound like when you sing. And oh, uh, Chad, Chad are you ready for that? You know, yeah. she's an Italian. All Italians can sing. Yeah, Chad, are you ready for that? Yeah. For no more, Chad? The Jimbo, the one you sent me is uh, Because You're Lonely, and it's... Uh... I, sent you, uh, I sent you No More. Okay, well, let's play Because You're Lonely first. So people, <laughs> That's my favorite one. Actually, that's why we played it as the second song. Uh, okay. So let's actually play it, and I'll, I'll send you the other one, uh, No More, also, because that's the one she's promoting. But Because You're lo- lo- because you're lonely is absolutely beautiful. I freaking like love it. So let's do that. Mm-hmm. Erica, you would introduce it for us, and I'm going to try and get him no more, all right? All right, everybody, check it out. I know you'll love it. It's the single off my album, Substance, and it's called Because You're Lonely.
Is because you're that that is such a beautiful song by Erica Kane. Love it, love it, love it, Erica. Now, Thank Erica, you so I'm much. The t- I'm the t- I'm the tough one. I'm the one that critiques the music. Uh-oh. If I don't like your music, I simply say, "Oh, that was fun." In this case, right. I want to say, "I love the intro. Beautiful beginning. Beautiful music. Your voice is like an angel from heaven. The arrangement is beautiful." The ending is beautiful. I will play this as I fall asleep at night because I will dream beautiful dreams because of it. And also, you're going in my car. That's like the Academy Award of Music. If you stink, <laughs> you oh wow! Please, you guys got to hear. Let go. No, that's go my little is thing. That's one. Well, you know, I have one. to sometimes say that they're. Good. Oh yeah, I like that one too. Jimmy Starr only has good performers on. I really, maybe once or twice, there was a group I didn't care for. And I never said I put them in my car. Okay, but, I have to actually give props where props are due. Erica, I have to be honest, and I'm a big music buff. I follow you know, every music, but it was actually our Hollywood vixen, Deirdre Sarego, who actually said, you got to get this girl on the show. She's mm-hmm, fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I didn't That's pick this right. one, which shows that our new co-host has great taste. Oh, Deirdre, Deirdre, Deirdre. has very good taste you know, in music. Deirdre. For the love oh, of wow. you guys need to Google her music. And anyone that's Googling, SoundClouding, iTuning, YouTubing, whatever, it's for the letter four and then word the and then lovers. Let go and for the lovers are two of my favorite songs out of all of her songs. And she's got three albums. And she's also been on VH1 and MTV with her music on a few shows. Mm-hmm. Didn't she write, um, was it Make It? For, yep, make it. Oh, yep, here, make it. Here with me. Mm-hmm. Wait, here with me was on the VH1 show. The executive. Yep, they were. Something. They were both. Uh, here with me was a feature on Love and Hip Hop, and Make It is actually the theme song for Hollywood, Hollywood X's, X's, which is VH1. Yeah. 
I want to yeah. do some more. Bra- I want to give you some more bragging rights. So everybody, Erica's actually shared the stage with Charlie Wilson, Tevin Campbell, Babyface, Donnell Jones, Faith Evans, and Frankie Beverly featuring Maze. So like those are all for 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 being. Well, I mean, three albums is, I guess, a pretty lot, but being young in the game and young and beautiful and kind of like getting going, your career is just taking off, and congratulations for all your accomplishments. And I want to say one thing also. I hope people like singers, not people, singers like you bring back good music because sometimes music stinks nowadays. It's so nice to for me, who's who I, I'm over 50 by a week. <clears throat> anyway, um, to enjoy music of today, most of the time I don't like it. Now, Deirdre's my daughter, and she was raised in a household where music was always played. And right. the music that I chose was always very good music with fine performers like, as I said, Peggy Lee, Johnny Mathis, and a lot of Doris Day, people like that. You are so reminiscent of the softness and the beauty of music of the 1960s and 70s. And I hope that your music... With a modern edge. <laughs> yes. I hope your music will bring back the good old songs. So, so let's Thank go back, you. though, because you have a song now. You have another song, and this is actually the single that's released right now called No More. Tell us a little bit about the song. Yes, No More is that really uh, hard-pumping R&B slow jam. Um, and it's a song about kind of coming together in a relationship. Um, no More means basically, you know, no more fighting, no more arguing. And um, you, when you're kind of at that point in your relationship when you don't even know what you're arguing about anymore, so you're just trying to just wipe the slate clean and come together. So it's a beautiful song for that. So we're going to play that because now we've actually got it. So how about you introduce it? You hang on the line, introduce it, because this is the song we were attempted to play first, and I messed it all up, which I apologize. <laughs> so everybody can hear this, the hit single out now. You introduce it. Chad's going to play it. All right, everybody. My new release from my album, Substance, R&B Lovers. You'll love this song. It's called No More.
arrangements just beautiful. I mean really seriously guys I, I'm telling you I mean I hate to like be like a fawning blubbering idiot but Erica you really just like you're like amazing I mean I just listen to your music and I want to sing I want to get up on a stage and I want to sing and I want to sing oh please like don't you. please don't so many so many of your songs remind me of the early 90s when I was a teenager and I used to right. listen to back then like Jade and SWV, and it's oh yeah, those nice times. And it's so nice to hear a white girl that can sing R and B just like a sister, and bring me back to it's that not time. Even, it's not even R and B. It's just beautiful. It is R and B. It absolutely no, it's is R and B. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous it's, music. It is well, considered R and B. Is that considered R and B? Yes, that's what they yeah, call dear, it. Yeah, dear Listen, if you're going to be on our show, never tell people how old you were at an era. Because then they'll be able to figure out how old I was. Well, I you said when anybody. you were a teenager in the 90s. Well, now they're I mean, going to go gonna add it up. And it says Listen, my age. Deirdre, so. I tell everybody you're 18 years old. Because if they know your age, they'll know how old I am, you fool. That's why no one's marrying her. That's why no well, one's I'm, Erica. I'm really trying to. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I would no. Go ahead. I, I was just going to say it's really great, and you mentioned Lewis Humphrey, or I think his name, mm-hmm. first name is Lewis, and I was just going to give him a shout out because uh, uh, he helped facilitate getting all the stuff we needed for this interview. So we wanted to give him a shout out and a thank you. You are terrific. Yeah. Uh, 
You really are a great performer, and I see you going up in the ranks of the big, the biggies. And if not, the world. Stinks. I was supposed to end that song too with "Everybody That Was No More" by Erica Kane, the next chart-topping mm-hmm. single from this phenomenal artist. So, Deirdre, you never told me about her. Why didn't you play her music for me? Yes, we did. Hello, and you were in the room with Jimmy and Leslie, and I said, "You guys got to hear this voice. You got to hear this girl. She's unbelievable." Well, that, that was her. Oh, even yeah. Leslie was like, "Oh my God, she's yeah, great! I, I, I want to get her album." Yeah, I, did. I said, "Yeah, I, we'll get her album." Right now, I remember. And if you're so, Erica, ever, ever in concert, Erica, please let us know if you're in the New York City area, the, the Pennsylvania. Please tweet to us and keep me posted as to where you are, so I can come see you live. Absolutely. I definitely will, for sure. And I appreciate it. And also, we want to tell everybody, Erica's website is ericacane.com, A-R-I-K-A-K-A-N-E.com. Follow her on Twitter, at Erica Kane. The new album is called Substance. I'm sure it's on all the digital download sites everywhere. Um, so go out and get it. Support this great artist. Uh, she's really phenomenal. And she's. And you can say you heard her, heard her here on the Jimmy Star Show. We're digging it. And our show does go to Italy, so I'm going to say it in Italian. Che bella voce. What a beautiful voice. So now they'll know in Italy what about. So, Erica, we want to thank you for coming on the show. We really think you're a super talent. Um, Keep us posted with anything that's going on. We'll bring you back. Uh, We really, really enjoyed it, and thank Mm -hmm. you so much for coming on the show. Yes, you're a delight, and you're a fun sport. Thank you for being a sport with my teasing and craziness. Thank you so much. But I will definitely (laughs) put you with Oh, you're going in my car. I'm serious. That's an honor. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, exactly. Now, if your song, exactly. If your, yeah, if your, if your song was playing, we wouldn't have been half as upset. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, I had right, a blast. Erica. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Absolutely. Erica, so much. Follow Erica on Twitter. And thanks, Deirdre, for finding such a great talent for mm-hmm. the Jimmy Star Show. Best of luck, Erica. And Deirdre, thanks. Thank you. It was great. It was a, she's a great performer. All right, everybody. So thank we you, only have thank you, Deirdre. You're uh-huh. welcome, honey, anytime. <laughs> Bye-bye, Erica. Thank you. All right, bye. Take care. Bye. Bye, guys. We're running out hey, of time. Hey, everybody. We only have like two minutes left. I want to just do a quick shout-out. Uh, Quick shout out to our syndicates, mm-hmm. W4CY Radio, WROM Radio in Detroit, Jackalope Radio in Kansas City, Planet Radio Network in L.A., Toronto, New York, and London, the 76th Street Network in Omaha, Nebraska, Monster FM Radio in New York, and Bad Tomato FM in Washington, D.C. We also want to thank everybody for the well wishes. Ron just mentioned we were in a car wreck yesterday. Some dumbass dude hit me in my beautiful little car and scratched it all up and everything, but we were okay, and the car will get fixed, and thank you for all your well wishes. And I want to just say thank you, iHeart. We really love you. We're so happy to be with you, and we hope to stay with you forever and bring you great shows weekly. And uh, that's it, iHeart. We love you. And we're also on Stitcher and iTunes. That's iHeartRadio, folks, in case you didn't and know. I'll and everybody see you guys did- all next week. I'll be live in the studio. Yes, Deirdre Serego, my daughter, will join our show. See, nepotism works. You get in show business easy if you're related. And also, she's Jimmy Starr's stepdaughter, so she's got clout. And next week on the show, we've got Irony Singleton. He played T-Dog in The Walking Dead first three seasons. And we've got Psychic Chip Coffee. Our new buddy who we love. So next week's show is going to be exciting. We're going to be in Masquerade. You've got to come in and watch us because I'm going to be in Durag as a gorgeous, beautiful movie star. And Jimmy Starr, well, 
You'll come in and see. I just come as myself. And, no, you're not. You're, you, we got you a costume, and you're wearing it. And Deirdre, I don't know what she's coming as, but we will you see. You all will find out next Wednesday. But so I am tune in for sure next Wednesday. Cool. It's going to be a provocative show with what Jimmy, with what Chip has to talk about his, you know, pedophilia thing, and a fun show because it's going to be a horror show for Halloween. So definitely do stop by, folks, and have a good time. Absolutely, and everybody in the chat room, thanks so much. We love you guys. You guys are terrific, Chad. You're awesome thank you so much and yeah we'll... chad chad what'd you think of her nice sexy love it let's do good, more good we love you chad too. all right chad Peace. you're awesome everybody have a great weekend thank you Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. 